You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Hope you are ready to learn some English. In today's English lesson, we are going to take a look at a news article. And some say one of the best ways to learn English is to read. So we are going to read a news article, and you will also be able to listen to a native English speaker read that news article. We got a little bit of wind out here. Hope everyone is doing well. This is not the usual time that I stream. So I have a feeling many people will be watching this on the replay. But for all of you who are here live, I hope the sound is doing well. Who knows what could happen? I think Mode earlier says he likes it better when I'm inside. That's no fun. Who knows? Maybe the wind will take away my uh, my umbrella. I'm being protected from the sun by an umbrella. Maybe my micro microphone will blow away. Let's have a little fun. Who knows what is going to happen during this live stream? Before we get too far, before the live stream started, Amina, she said she is not feeling well today in Canada, but she dropped a super chat. Thank you so much. I know there are a lot of amazing English teachers on YouTube. And the fact that you chose to spend your hard-earned money in my live stream, it means so much. Thank you. And thank you to everyone who is watching. Hopefully, this is a great English lesson. Hopefully, by the end, your English is even better. But before we move on, I do need to thank Amina for her super chat. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, thank you, Amina. It does mean a lot. In today's English lesson, we are going to talk about baby seals. Yes, there is a country not too far from Australia that we call New Zealand in English and a family had a little intruder, had somebody that snuck into their house, and that somebody was a seal. So I would like to say hello. My friend from Poland is here. Luke, how are you? Arone. How are you from Italy? Williams. I do believe he is from Brazil. Welcome. Freddie Wolf from France. So many familiar names. Artem from Ukraine. Brazil is definitely in the house. Tisha's here. Hey, watching the replay. Yeah, this was about the 
only time during the week that I could do a live stream. So I thought, let's do the live stream. And then anyone who has to watch on replay will do that. I need to say hello to Skeletor. I think he's one of my students. I'm not sure. Or maybe she in, uh, in my real classroom. I think I have met Skeletor. This, did, did Skeletor really become a channel member? It, it showed up for a second. Skeletor has a badge. Well, if Skeletor became a gold member, I got a little something for you. Thank you so much. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yeah, so channel members, just in case you don't know, if you are a gold member, you have access to the volley server. We go back and forth with video messages there almost every day. If you're a silver member, there is the Discord server. Make sure you join that. And if you are a bronze member, you get some bonus videos. And your name is in green. So, all right. And of course, gold members get Discord as well. All right. Let's get to the... Harry's here from Indonesia. I think it is very late there. Noriko, hope you're doing well. Oh, it's really early in the morning there. And uh, I'm going to do my best to say your name. Just how about Stan? Stan, hope you're doing well. Welcome. New name. So hopefully you have subscribed. Blissful Mommies here. Hope you're doing well. All right, let's do it. Here is the English lesson. New Zealand family gets a surprise visit from a baby seal. So just in case you don't know what a seal is in English, there are a couple pictures there for you. That's what we call a seal in English. And if you look down at the caption, the caption are the words that go along with the picture. If you look at that caption, it says a baby seal broke into Ross, the Ross family home on October 22nd. 2002. So apparently this family has the last name of Ross and a seal broke in to their house. Do you know that English phrasal verb break in? I do have an English lesson on the channel about that phrasal verb, but really quickly, when you don't have the keys to a building or the keys to a car, and you force yourself into that car or that building, you are breaking in. That seal did not have permission to go into that house as the wind is blowing. I hope the microphone is doing a good job of not picking up that wind. More English phrasal verbs. Elena, hope you're doing well. Is that a casa? Welcome. The The sun is so bright. It is hard for me to see the screen. And that I know you can hear that wind. Of course, we go live and the wind gets worse. Freddy Wolf, thank you so much. That means so much. 
I know money is hard to come by for some these days. It was a lot easier to come by a few years ago. So the fact that anyone is dropping a super chat, it means so much, so much. Got a little something for you, Freddie Wolf from France. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you. Thank you very much. So let's get into this article. In any of the difficult words that we see, I will have a little banner for you and it will pop up right there. So culprit, culprit will be one of the first really hard words. Wait, no, Aroni. No, I can't imagine. Aroni is saying, can you imagine having a baby seal inside your house? So cute. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Where did, where did the seal get the keys? How did that seal get into the house? We will find out. We will find out. Yes. Skeletor says he needs a ski mask. Have you seen bank robbers? They will often cover their face with a ski mask. That would help. All right, let's do it. I don't think he has a ski mask. No ski mask. No, he just walked in. Jen Ross, last name Ross, noticed that some buckets in her garage were knocked over. Make that bigger so you can see. When she returned from the gym on the morning of August 22nd, 2022. Dates can be difficult to read in English. I will read that date one more time. August 22nd, 2022. Believing it may be the result of the family cat, Coco, chasing after a bird, she did not give it much thought. However, she soon discovered the true culprit lounging in her hallway, an adorable young New Zealand fur seal. So in that paragraph, I thought there might be two difficult words there for you. Culprit and lounging. Culprit is a noun. It's a thing. But lounging is a verb. It's something you do. If you happen to know the definition of culprit, please put it in the chat. But please don't cheat. Please don't Google what culprit means. And I will put up the definition and a couple other sentences with culprit just in case somebody doesn't know. Oh, Mode. It seems like Mode does know what culprit is because he has a synonym there. A synonym is a word that means almost the same thing. Culprit. And that word is pronounced perpetrator. Perpetrator. That is a great question. We are going to talk about culprit. Reza, hope you're doing well. Culprit is definitely something, something that is wrong. It's a person. No, actually, I do have a sentence where culprit is not a person. Let me come up with a sentence right now. If this live stream 
is ruined by the weather, I think the culprit will be the wind. Culprit. Got something here for you. Culprit. Somebody who is guilty of doing something. Most of the time it's a person. Not always. But somebody who is guilty of something. A culprit might commit a major crime, but it's usually something minor. It's usually something not that bad. Like a seal breaking into a house. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's kind of funny. But going back to Mode's question about perpetrator, perpetrator is usually something really bad. Like the perpetrator has done something bad. They have committed a major crime. So Mode, I hope that helps with your question. It's a great question. Both a culprit and a perpetrator have done something wrong. Culprit, probably not as bad. Maybe even funny. Perpetrator, though, that's more serious. How about this sentence right here? That sentence right there. We couldn't go on a walk today. Rain was the culprit today. So it doesn't have to be a person. It doesn't have to be a seal. Could be the weather. I think that's the only one I have. Culprit. Yes, guilty of something. Yulia, culprit, offender. Absolutely. Natalia says, Mr. Brent, when I saw the word culprit, I firstly thought it was something to do with, oh, a mineral, copper, because it's, ooh, I don't even know that adjective. Capurious? That's some upper level English right there. I do not know that word. Oh, perfect, perfect mode. So mode came across. Nice, nice English phrasal verb there. Came across culprit and it was something kind of funny. Ah, perfect, perfect. Yes, criminal. But for culprit, it would be a minor criminal. Nothing too bad. Perpetrator. I wouldn't want to hang out with a perpetrator. I might want to hang out with a culprit. I'd love to hang out with this baby seal for a while. All right, the next paragraph, right at the top there. Oh, that looks like Coco, the cat. The marine mammal. Hmm, that might be tough. The marine mammal spent some time exploring the spare room before settling down on the couch. Jen finally managed to lead it out the front door and into the garden about a half an hour later. Let's see, what does that say? About an hour and a half later. Okay. About an hour and a half later. Shortly after, a ranger from, big words here, the Department of Conservation retrieved the seal and returned it to the ocean. 
So for about an hour and a half, the seal spent some time checking out the house. How about Marine? Marine could be a tough one. There are actually at least two meanings for the word Marine. Marine could have something to do with the ocean or the sea. They say that that was a marine mammal. People are mammals. Dogs are mammals. It's a type of animal. A snake is not a mammal. In English, we call that a reptile. A snake is a reptile. Humans are mammals. Seals are mammals. Cats, cows, chickens. Those are mammals. So a marine mammal is an animal that probably lives in the sea or spends a lot of time in the sea. If you hear of a marine area in the United States, that is an area close to the sea or the ocean. In my state where I live, we do have some marine areas. But, but... Marines can also be like the army. They might fight in a war. So in the United States, we have different parts of our military. You might hear army, navy, air force. And there is a branch of the military called the Marines. But what's weird is they don't spend as much time in the ocean as the Navy does. So who named that? The Marines should spend their time close to the water. Don't you think? But no, in English, in the United States, it's the Navy who spends time at sea. The Marines and the Army work closely together. All right, let's check the chat just to make sure there are no questions. Chickens, aren't chickens mammals? Well, they're birds. Birds are mammals, aren't they? They're not reptiles. Oh, Harry. Maybe I should not have used chicken as an example. One characteristic of a mammal is that they give birth to live young. Their babies are not born in eggs. The last time I checked... Chickens were born in eggs, weren't they? Hmm, Harry, maybe I messed up. Maybe a chicken is not a mammal. That's why I'm not a science teacher. I'm an English teacher. Hmm, I don't know. Really? An Ukrainian? Marine? You mean a, a name of a person, I wonder? Marine? All right, just checking through the chat. Making sure I didn't miss anything. I don't know. There there might be some reflections on the screen. I am battling the sun. I can barely see the comments. And I don't know if you can hear, but there is some kind of machinery on the next street over. Don't they know I'm trying to teach English outside? Don't they know you are trying to learn English? 
have they no respect? We're trying to learn English here. Back to the lesson. What does a person have to do to get peace around here? Did I miss talking about lounge? I wanted to talk. We, we did not talk about that verb right there. Lounge. I blame it on the wind. I blame it on the noise. Let's talk about that verb lounge right now because it is a great verb. It means relaxing. Relaxing. And I have a sentence right down there for you. I love lounging on the couch on a rainy Sunday morning. Lounging. It means relaxing. And apparently that seal was lounging in the hallway. Just hanging out. But yeah, I'm supposed to be here. I know. I sometimes live in the water. But right now, I am going to hang out in your hallway. I'm going to lounge in your hallway. Lounge can also be a noun. And if you saw the English lesson I did at that cafe, I ordered a salad. I had rose lemonade. It was Obscura Cafe. They were opening a lounge. It wasn't open yet. I couldn't visit it, but I did point to a sign that said lounge opening soon. So a lounge can be a room where there are parties. I think there's a typo in that, isn't there? Where there are typo, where there, where there are parties. Now I can't blame that typo on the wind or the noise because I made these sentences uh, last night. I will blame it on being tired. Teaching English during the week is hard. Any questions so far about lounge? about culprit. Oh, Emmanuel, we might say my walk was rained out. Just a little correction there. My walk was rained out. Ah, Natalia. So you are looking for a man in a uniform. Hmm. Nice. A sharp-dressed man in a military uniform. Oh, yes. Okay. So, Marine is a Ukrainian name that some women have. Whew. The wind. It's getting strong, my friends. Oh, dear. Um, Blissful Mummy is asking a science question. What's the difference between a reptile and a serpent? Okay. As an English teacher, this makes sense to me. Serpents are reptiles, but not all reptiles are serpents. So when you hear the word in English serpent, think snake. Think snake. And snakes, I think, are reptiles. But like... Didn't we talk about Komodo dragons a couple weeks ago in an English lesson? 
So they also are reptiles. So think of serpent as snake. It is one type of reptile, but there are other reptiles like frogs. Are they reptiles? They could be amphibians. I'm not a science teacher. I'm sorry. Let's just, Skeletor, thank you. They are not mammals. Not mammals. Thank you, Skeletor. Anyway. Jeez. Luke, that's what makes English so tough, right? You think, can you see the umbrella is moving around? It's in the middle of the screen. It's it's quite windy here. Makes it interesting. Uh, yeah, seal. Seal the deal. Um, think of an envelope. If you know, you can seal an envelope. That's the verb. Seal the envelope. Close. Fasten. English. Gotta love it, right? All right. Artem, hope that helps. The difference between... All right, um, Natalia, how are your new students? I don't know if Skeletor is a student of mine in class. I think he might be, or she might be. But um, I actually do really like my students so far. It's early. Ask me in November. Ask me in March. We may not like each other by then, but I, I really like my students so far, so far. Oh, dear. Harry, I'm not a science teacher. I'm worried. Oscar, how are you? Oscar Jimenez, I hope you are doing well. Thank you. That is an excellent point. Those workers are culprits. That's right. Why can't I focus on the English lesson? The workers are the culprits. Oscar, I like the way you think. Glad I'm not alone here. Ah, lounge. So lounge can be a verb meaning to relax. And you can also relax in an airport lounge. That's what you should do in an airport lounge, right? Have some coffee, get ready for your flight. All right, back to the English lesson. Get rid of that. Oh, more comments? Yeah, that Skeletor must be one of my, one of my students. Um, Mama is wondering, lounge is it mean a does it mean a living room? Um, it's a good question. I would say probably not. I don't think most American families would ever refer to their living room as a lounge. You are more likely to see a lounge. In a restaurant. Yeah. Or an airport. Or an airport. All right. Let's get back to the English lesson. Just checking the chat here. Oh, interesting. Skeletor. Bringing the info. Yeah. A thumb is a finger. But not all fingers are thumbs. Mind blown. Hey, we did a, uh, is it coming? Yeah, last week, there was a live English lesson where we went through all of the five fingers. 
including the middle finger. Hopefully you didn't use the middle finger at all this week. Hopefully nobody had to use the middle finger. All right, let's do it. Back to the lesson. Make myself small. Make the words big. We also talked about spare room. Spare room. Let's talk about that now. What the heck is a spare room? I'm glad you asked. A spare room is a room in a house that really isn't being used. You might hear spare bedroom. So right now, my house is a three-bedroom house. Jamie, she's been on the channel before. My wife and I, we share a bedroom. My daughter has a bedroom. My son has a bedroom. Or at least they did until the flood happened. But I have two children. We have three bedrooms. There will be a time when my daughter doesn't live with us anymore. She will be either off to college or she will have her own place. So we will have a spare bedroom, one that isn't being used. Hope that helps. It looks like the Ross family has a spare room and the seal did some exploring in there. Should we look at Coco for a second? Phil Ross, maybe that's the father of the Ross family. Phil Ross believes the seal was chasing the family cat, Coco. Coco looks like he or she could be a culprit. Look at that face. They look very guilty. What have you done, Coco? We keep our eye on Coco. There are going to be some words that I will probably mispronounce. For example, that mountain. And there are a couple other ones. So I am not aware of these names of places in New Zealand. So I will do my best. Next paragraph. The Ross family home is in, right? The Ross family home in Mount Magungui. I did, I said that wrong. The Ross family home in Mount Magungui, New Zealand is about 500 feet or 150 meters from the sea. This made it easy for the young seal, nicknamed Oscar, to shuffle up the shore. Jen's husband, Phil Ross, is a marine biologist at the University of that place that starts with a W. Waikato, maybe? Probably wrong. He suspects the seal followed Coco into the house through the cat flaps. What the heck are cat flaps? What the heck is shuffle? I thought in that paragraph, maybe we want to talk about the verb shuffle. So let's do it. I have something for you right here. Where is it? Can't find it. An old man. There it is. An old man may shuffle down the street. 
it's basically walking without picking your feet up very much. Shuffle. You may hear the sound when people's feet are scraping against the pavement. Shuffle. Shuffle can also be a dance. I thought that might be a new verb for you. It's a good one to know. Shuffle. I think old men who can't walk very well might shuffle down the street. Uh, You know what I need to do? I need to hydrate a little bit. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right. Yeah, so um, if you would like to uh, get your English junkie mug, just making a sure a bug did not fly into my mug, check out the merch shelf. It should be down there somewhere. Shuffle. We also talked about cat flaps. Cat flaps. I don't hear about cat flaps all that often in the United States. I hear mostly about doggy doors, doggy doors. And just in case you don't know what a doggy door is, I have a picture of a doggy door right there. It's a little door on, on, a, on another door that a dog might fit through. And we call them doggy doors here in the U.S., Every day I'm truffling. Every day I'm hustling. Oh, no. I missed something in the chat. Somebody is having their food stolen. Yeah, absolutely, Freddie. Yeah. So if if you have a spare room, you might let a friend stay in that spare room. That has actually happened to me before. I have had a friend stay in a spare room. Spill the tea. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, we'll have to shut that down. No, what happens in the classroom stays in the classroom. Come on. Come on, Skeletor. Keep keep our secrets safe, Skeletor. Ooh, different way to use the verb. Nice, yeah, thank you. Harry. Shuffle the cards. Very different from like shuffling when you walk. Shuffling the cards, it basically means to mix up the cards. Before you play a game with a deck of cards, with playing cards, you want to shuffle them. You want to mix them up. Very different. Very different. Thank you, Harry. What else is going on in the comments? Manual, spare time, spare time. I hope you have a little spare time in your day to learn English. Maybe that's what you're doing right now. Doggy door. No, I don't think we say caddy door. No, no, Natalia. You might hear caddy, C-A-D-D-I-E, with golf. If anyone plays golf, a caddy will help you carry your clubs. But no, no caddy doors here. I plus 26R. Hope you are doing well, my friend. 
Right. Manual. Yes. We, we have an extra bed. We have a spare bedroom. We do. Sergey, hope you're doing well. That sun is now not a problem for me. It is behind a cloud. I can see much better. I can see much better. I can read those comments much better. Excuse me. All right, back to the lesson. Almost done here. Not too long. A few more things we need to talk about. What's Coco going to do here? I haven't heard of seals going through cat flaps before, but I blame our cat. Coco is fairly territorial and tends to have a go at dogs. Territorial. Tends to have a go. What does that mean? Well, let's talk about tends to have a go. That is definitely more British than American. But if you have a go at somebody, probably means a fight. Yeah. We don't say that here in the United States as much. But it sounds like Coco likes to fight with the dogs. But we do use territorial here. Territorial. Maybe we could practice pronouncing that territorial. Territorial. Think they own a piece of land. The territorial dog barked at everyone who passed by. Dogs can be very territorial. If you go onto their land, they are going to try to defend it. Get off my lawn. They start barking at you. Hopefully they don't bite you. How about this? I don't know any countries like this, but the territorial country line troops up along their border. Many countries do not like other countries invading them. I think I think there's a problem with that somewhere in the world. Artem, right? We'll keep the politics out of this English lesson. Question, Noriko, up very early in Japan. Can we use the term doggy door for cats when they leave a house? I would. I don't think we use cat flaps here in the United States. I have never heard that, but you will hear doggy doors. Cats can use a doggy door. Yeah, I think so. Kitty door, Reza? Maybe. I haven't heard that, but if you said that to a native English speaker in the United States, they would know exactly what you're talking about. I like the old doggy door, though. Cute dog. He looks like he's an older dog. Little white in the face. Right. I don't know. Stan, can women be territorial? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure guys can be territorial, too. Natalia, the territorial countries must protect their borders from uncontrolled immigration. We are going to talk about refugees. Kind of like 
immigration. Good sentence there, Natalia. I'll read that one more time. Really well said. The territorial countries must protect their borders from uncontrolled immigration. Oh, Reza just made that up. Yeah, I'm sure some women can be territorial. I'm sure some men can be too. All right, let's do this. Boom. We stopped right where one page went into the other. I'm right at the top. I imagine she took a swipe at the seal, which didn't back down, and then proceeded to chase her up the side of the house and through two cat flaps into the garage and then into the downstairs part of the house. Phil explained to Fox 9 in an email. Aw, aw, the Rangers got Oscar. But luckily, a happy ending. Oscar was returned to the ocean, probably where Oscar belongs. Back in the ocean for Oscar. In that sentence, or in that paragraph, the verb, no, it actually wasn't a verb there. It was used as a noun. A swipe. A swipe. Can be a verb. Can be a noun. A swipe. Or you could swipe at something. A swipe is like this. Almost like a slap. But a swipe is just kind of more lazy. Swipe. I am not on the app Tinder. But in English, when you're using Tinder, I'm a married man. But if you are looking for a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, you can swipe left, swipe right. I don't know which is good. One is good. One is bad. One is you think that person looks good. So Natalia, if Natalia was on Tinder and she saw a man, a Marine in uniform, she might swipe. I don't know. Swiping left. Maybe that's good. I don't know. But swipe. It's a motion like this. And if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry. That doesn't help you. It's kind of like a slap. Not as violent though. Swipe. You can imagine the cat maybe wants to get rid of the seal. Just go like that. Get out of here. Get out of here. Also back down. English phrasal verb. Back down. I have something for you here. If there was going to be a fight... The person doesn't want to do it. So they would back down. They would say, no, I'm not in the mood. I'm not going to fight you today. So if two people came at each other like this, one person might back down. They would move away. They would back away. They would back down from the fight. Hope that helps. Let's just check the chat for what right is right. Right. Right is good. It would make sense that right would be good. I don't know though. Yeah. Slap 
we might say slap in the face, a slap in the face, swipe on your face. No, we probably would say a slap in the face, a slap in the face. Harry says, I'm quite sure Oscar just wanted to get something new. He's a little bored. Yeah, I'm sure playing in the sea every single day is probably boring. You see a cat going through a cat flap or a doggy door, you're probably going to say, let's see what's going on. Let's go into that house. Let's lounge in the hallway for a little while. Yo, Austin, I know that guy. I know that guy. I've met him. He's also one of my students. Hope you're doing well, Austin. He's one of my students in my classroom. Like I have physically met Austin. You're all my students, but we haven't uh, met in person. Oh no. My dog likes to swap my face. Be careful. Hopefully their nails are trimmed. All right. I think that is going to just about do it. I do need to say thank you one more time to Amina, just in case she is watching this on replay. Thank you so much for the super chat. There's Freddie. Freddie. Freddie from France. Thank you so much for the super chat. It does mean a lot. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, please do so. So you never miss another English lesson. We will be going live Saturday morning here, Eastern Standard Time, same time, 9.05 in the morning. And that lesson will be about driving terms. So thank you so much for joining. Artem, I hope you stay safe over there in Ukraine. You think so? He's, he's trying to develop himself. Yeah. Make friends with a cat. What could go wrong? Natalia, thank you so much for stopping by. Austin, thank you so much for stopping by. Emmanuel, Reza, hope you're doing well. Harry, maybe I'll see you this weekend. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for your support. See you Saturday. Adios, amigos.